feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, things are a mess. Biden is dropping in the polls like a lead weight, 33% approval rating. And maybe that's why suddenly a democratically run Colorado Supreme Court has decided in the last few hours to remove President Trump from the state's 2024 presidential primary ballot. That is is a shocker. How dare they say who people can vote for and who they can't vote for. That, to me, is a disgusting display of election overreach at an unparalleled place. I never thought that in the United States of America, we would have various states say, well, well, we're going to call January 6th an insurrection, um, even though President himself is not even being charged with that if you look at the federal statutes of the things that they went after him for. This is unbelievable. And this is really just, to me, judicial overreach, the politicization of our Justice Department, even more than we've already seen with what has been happening with all these other cases. To actually say, Not only do we want to try to put him in jail, we want to make sure he's not on the ballot. And oh no, this comes at a time where he is so much dominating the presidential primary and dominating in a head-to-head matchup with Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is tumbling in the polls. So look at the timing of all of this. This to me feels like uh, it feels like uh, like uh, like a Soviet country, like, you know, like uh, when they're trying to get rid of Navalny, you know, the, the guy who's the dissident to Putin. They jail him. Uh, now he's missing from jail, by the way. That was a story in the last few days. That's what they do with political opponents. I never thought in a country like this, like America, where we've always touted justice and freedom and justice is blind, Uh, that we're seeing what we have been seeing in the last year or so. And this is sort of icing on the cake. It is a shocker. So what do you think tonight is driving this? And do you agree, as I believe, that the U.S. Supreme Court will take this up, I think, and I think they'll throw it out. Even the justices that don't like President Trump, I think a Sonia Sotomayor, who clearly leans the other way, Um, And some others, I think, will look at it and say, this is not the way that the Constitution was written. Americans are are supposed to be able to vote for whoever they want to vote for, especially in an election year, to use this under the guise of 14th Amendment, claiming it's an insurrection and saying that this should kick him and disqualify him from being on the presidential ballot. This is a shocker. And to me... It is uh, just a stunning moment, not just for this case. And I think if Democratic presidents and Democratic leaders had any sense of justice and morality tonight, they'd come forward and say, you know what? This isn't right. 
you know, they may say clearly, look, they don't like President Trump. They feel he's a threat. They don't like him in a lot of different ways. But they should come forward and say this should not happen in this country. And I condemn this. Let him be on the ballot. Let the public decide. Don't tell us who you can and cannot vote for. Colorado Supreme Court. This is a slap in the face, I think, to justice everywhere and to American values and what this country stands for. This is an outrageous overreach. And it comes as President Biden is getting hammered in every different direction. Nikki Haley, not too long ago, said, listen, let's just face it. The guy is way too old. This is what she had to say about President Biden just recently. I'll just say it. Biden's too old. And Congress is the most exclusive nursing home in America. Washington keeps failing because politicians from yesterday can't lead us into tomorrow. We need term limits, mental competency tests, and a real plan to defeat China and restore our economy. We have to leave behind the chaos and drama of the past with a new generation and a new conservative president. I'm Nikki Haley, and I approve this message. And he's not just too old. He is just putting policies that a lot of Americans are not agreeing with. Look at the border. Uh, Look at so many other situations. There was a poll that just came out recently saying, have Joe Biden's policies made you better economically? Are you prospering under Joe Biden? Do you agree with this? You know how many people agreed with it? 14 percent. 14 percent. So 86% of Americans, and that includes a lot of Democrats, say they are not better off under Joe Biden. He is tanking in the polls. And that is why I believe they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink at Donald Trump to try to remove him from the race because they know he is an enormous threat to Joe Biden to remove him and the Democrats from power at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That's what this is all about. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Terry uh, in Glenhead. Terry, your thoughts about all of this? Hi. Hey, Terry, I can't hear you. Hey, good morning. Hey, good evening, Rita. Thank you so much for taking my call. You know, um, the thing that really worries me is voting. I just don't believe that we could really um, trust our voting system and that if President Trump does win, which I hope and pray he does, we're never really going to accept that or shall I say they're never really going to accept that he is the winner and we're never really going to know if he ever really does win. I just don't, we're not talking enough about our voting process. We're not putting enough effort into making sure that it's going to be fair and honest. Well, and, 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 by, the, like- and by the way, Terry, recently, even in the state of Pennsylvania, uh, they had a chance to sort of update um, some of their voting procedures and processes and a whole bunch of other things. And this was a shocker. We were actually talking about it earlier. I'm glad you're bringing up this topic because uh, they decided to kick the can down the road. They've had five years to update their systems and a whole bunch of other stuff. And they decided, no, well, they're going to kick the can down the road. And then after the 2024 election, look at some different things that can be done uh, with the processes and a whole bunch else. And you're right. People have to have faith in the system. And when you hear what happened tonight in Colorado, it's hard to have faith in the system when you feel like even uh, the judicial process is even politicized. That's a sad place to be. 
Uh, boy, what a what a mess we are in. Uh, let's go to Joaquin, line three. Joaquin, your thoughts. Hey, Rita. You know, you got to look at the history of every fascist, communist takeover of any country, and this playbook is what's been played. And it's funny how they tried to paint Donald Trump as a threat to democracy. The Democrat Party, the globalists, they hate the Constitutional Republic of the United States of America. It's not a democracy, really. As a matter of fact, Adolf Hitler was democratically elected, as all the other communists were. So, you know, but if you take a look, we have political prisoners. And I was appalled when I heard that there might be 3,000 people that were arrested for January 6th. And you look at what they're doing to, you know, uh, the mayor of the USA, Rudolph Giuliani, along with Donald Trump. This is just ridiculous. It is. It is. It is such a uh, judicial overreach. And and I'm getting back to even the January 6th. I mean, you look at some of the videos that came out recently, Joaquin, of January 6th, and some of the guys were being led around by the police or the police are just sort of standing back. They're waving to them. Um, you know, that famous moment when they get into the chamber and the guy with the horns, um, who I think has some mental issues or something from one of the reports. Um, but but. He's there waving, hi, how are you? Oh, just take a seat if you want to just hurry up, you know, uh, okay. You know, <laughs> if that's an insurrection, uh, uh, hey, look, there were some people in there that were clearly disruptive. There were some that were attacking officers. I don't condone any of that. I think that's terrible no matter what. But I'd also like to know what happened to those people that, bro- that were uh, pushing officers at the uh, Democratic National Committee not that long ago? Remember those anti-Israeli protesters? How many of them got arrested? And uh, were they charged with uh, an insurrection because they were trying to get into the Democratic National Committee headquarters in D.C.? Uh, there's certain, I mean, what about the BLM riders? I mean, there's a lot of things you can throw out here tonight. And boy, are there a lot of questions and double standards. And the fact that some of those January 6 people, and in fact, some of the ones that we've seen on video, uh, who sure didn't look like insurrectionists, at least a lot of them, uh, and they were thrown in like solitary confinement or part of the video was shown, but the other part wasn't shown. Uh, we've seen there's a lot more to the story than meets the eye and certainly more than that January 6th committee that was, uh, boy, the biggest circus of all that was so stilted, so uh, biased. And guess what? They've lost some of the evidence, too. That doesn't sound very American. That's from the January 6th committee. Isn't that interesting? When the Republicans came in, Some of them lost the evidence. And Benny Thompson said, oh, well, you know, I didn't know I had to keep it. You know you got to keep it. It's a congressional proceeding. What are they hiding? There are so many questions tonight. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Phil, your thoughts about this moment, uh, which is just disgusting, I think. I think it's absolutely fascinating the depth of the, the criminal maliciousness of the Democratic Party just going after a man who could actually do something good and save this country. What, what frustrates me, too, is the fact that this is designed to prohibit people from voting. Not directly, mind you, but if he's not on the ballot, you can't vote for him. And if they were to be so blunt as to say, well, he's on the ballot, don't vote for Trump, they'd go to jail. Okay, the state would go to jail. You can't do that. So they did it this way. He's not on the ballot. You can't vote for him, okay? They can get away with the statement. My, my fear is that, it, well, look, in Michigan and uh, Minnesota, I believe he uh, overturned these cases, and 
he's on the ballot. I think it'll happen, too, in Colorado, but not without a fight, because Colorado's extraordinarily liberal. You see, you see the, whole, the whole thing bottoms out to one simple fact. The democratic machine in this country worth six billion, I'm sorry, six trillion dollars. It's not going to give up without a criminal, a violent fight, or maybe even just as bad as Hamas, believe it or not. So what you've got to do is you do what I did. I and three other people, we, we had a situation with the New York State, and we took out a RICO action. I think that if Trump's lawyers were to start working hard and working with Giuliani, because he's a great prosecutor, file a RICO against the state. Because I guarantee you, when you when you get these people under under deposition and you get them in the courtroom, they're going to start talking because they could face jail. And they're going to say, well, Big Daddy, uh, you know, uh, the big guy told us to do this. OK, so that's 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 pretty much that. Yeah, you know, it would be interesting to find out, although uh, typically when these kind of things happen, Phil, uh, uh, the big guy. Uh, the 5% for the big guy with the Hunter Biden thing, usually there are a couple steps removed, um, you know, if there was even a call from the big guy directly or if it was just folks who just want to get rid of Trump because they want to keep Biden in and they had their own mission. I mean, who knows what was driving them? Uh, but clearly, uh, this decision to me is so stilted and so shocking. And this is not, we, we Americans deserve better. This is not what America represents. Uh, let's go to Sandra in New Jersey. Uh, Sandra, your thoughts? You just heard from Phil. What do you think? Well, I um, want to say that Vadake uh, said that he would withdraw from the Colorado GOP primaries unless Trump is put back on the uh, ballot. So he said the strongest yep. stand. He took the strongest stand. Chris did as well. Not as strong as Vavek, but and, and DeSantis also said they all say this is not right, as we all know. So they're saying our Constitution clearly states that um, if you violate the oath by attacking our democracy, you're barred from you know serving the government. That's that's the argument they're, they're using, and uh, it's, it's such a weak argument. It's a, it's a weak and, argument, and, and even Chris Christie, and, and by the way, um, your point about Vivek, I thought that was, yeah, that was very powerful when Vivek Ramaswamy, um, Vivek has been a big supporter of President Trump, so he has been uh, vocal all along, but he made a very clear, powerful statement. I thought that, I think all of the candidates, quite frankly, should say that. They should say, you know what, we're just going to all go off the ballot. Um, they should all rise up. And I also think Democrats should rise up because this is talking about the institution of the presidency. Um, it, it's much broader than even Republicans. This is something that that really challenges the integrity of courts deciding who and can, who can't run. I mean, the Democrats shouldn't be cheering tonight because guess what? Uh, next go round, if you don't want uh, the Democratic candidate um, and you know, fair is fair. Who knows where it goes the next time? Maybe it, maybe it turns out to be GOP judges that try to kick them off. That would be wrong too, because I just think wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle. And Chris Christie's point is that he has not even been convicted of this. It's not even like he wasn't charged with it, and he's not convicted of it. So it's like they're creating a charge. They're assuming. This is, you know, it's their assumption. They're interjecting. 
So they're blurred so many lines here in creating this. This is such overreach from beginning to end. And how dare a Colorado Supreme Court decide who and who doesn't go on the ballot on something like this? They should have said, you know what? Even if in their tainted mind they thought, okay, uh, insurrection or whatever, they still should have said, we should not interfere. This is not our place. It's an election year. It's within the election year. They're in the hot, you know throes of the election cycle. Stay away. But no, they, they, they are just so brazen that they think they can do this. And they're in their own little tunnel world that they actually think that this can fly. And I hope the Supreme Court hears it soon and throws it out on its heels immediately. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Wow, what a night with the Colorado Supreme Court actually doing the unthinkable, removing a presidential candidate, the leading one, and the former president of the United States, from the state's 2024 ballot, telling you who you can and cannot vote for. This is outrageous. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tony in Clifton. Tony, your reaction? I think this is egregious. It's so foul and offensive, but it's not surprising, Rita. I mean, of all the states to do this, I'm not surprised it was Colorado. Colorado is actually a, a state that is uh, officially a sanctuary state. And, of course, we know what recently happened just yesterday with the governor of Texas. So there is a lot of there is a lot of fighting going on and, and everyone is doing their part to protect the president. But what's really funny about this is that, in fact, if they were even to try to uh, Tony, sorry, we got to go up against a hard break, um, but call us back again soon. We always love hearing from you, Tony. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which I love doing Every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a very powerful story coming from Illinois, where just recently a local American Legion post there hosted a special Pearl Harbor breakfast two weeks back at the Banquet Hall. Now, the post has been sponsoring these breakfasts since 1946 as a remembrance of the attack on Pearl Harbor, which led to our country's entry into World War II. To Effington, Illinois, World War II veterans, a 99-year-old Navy veteran and a 100-year-old Army veteran, 
were especially recognized for their service to our nation. Talked about the moments tied to Pearl Harbor, the significance of it, and also young veterans also attended the occasion and shared their stories of what they experienced also in Iraq and Afghanistan and beyond. And one of the commanders there said, quote, we are losing so many of our brave men and women who served in World War II as the men and women who fought and won this great conflict are now in their 90s or older. It is important that we remember them. And the Navy veteran and also the Army veteran, 99 and 100, as I mentioned, were both given huge standing ovations and certificates and also deeply honored at that beautiful event. How great that they carry on that tradition. I love that that post, uh, the American Legion Post 924, again, has been doing these breakfasts since 1946. And how great to see that they continue to recognize members of the greatest generation. Well, this decision from the Colorado Supreme Court, everybody is talking about it. It just came in a few hours ago. If you listen uh, to some people, I was looking at MSNBC tonight, uh, you would have thought like they won the lottery. They were so happy about it. Um, And uh, some of the other stations seemed a little gleeful, too. I'm not gleeful because this, to me, is an affront to the Constitution. It's an affront to the rule of law. And in the last little bit, as we're hearing that the state of Colorado uh, says that they are kicking Donald Trump off of the ballot for president in that state, no doubt it will be appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. It's a state court decision in Colorado where they smoke a lot of weed, by the way. Let's throw that out there. Uh, They're smoking tonight, definitely, when they made this decision. And it will definitely go to the U.S. Supreme Court. And now many members of the Republican Party are rallying around President Trump. Um, Just a little bit ago, uh, Ronna McDaniel, who is head of the Republican National Committee, the chair of it, blasted this ruling, saying it is election interference. She looks forward to helping fight for a victory. Also, House Republican Conference Chair, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, comes out and says, like the rest of the unprecedented, constant, and illegal execution, election interference against President Trump, this will backfire and further strengthen President Trump's winning campaign to save America. And the Speaker of the House, the new one, he hasn't been there that long, Mike Johnson, also threw his weight in, calling it nothing but a thinly veiled partisan attack. Also, Chris Christie who I never thought I'd hear him say anything positive about Donald Trump because his whole campaign has been orange man bad, orange man bad, it seems like. Uh, But he came out swinging and he said this is not the way that law and order should work. He actually defended President Trump and at least bashed the decision by the Colorado Supreme Court. Take a listen. I, I think you'd have to be convicted of insurrection or rebellion, not just accused of it. Uh, and so I don't think it does it. Um, okay, can we play this out? Yeah. If convicted, because this has been used against two convicted uh, people from the insurrection, both in, I think it's New Mexico and West Virginia, and they have been removed from lower offices, though, because of this. Would that hold for a convicted Trump? If- sure, sure it would, if he were convicted of it. But the problem is, even in the January 6th federal case, he hasn't been charged with insurrection or rebellion. That's right. So there's not going to be a verdict against him on that. And, and, and I think on a, a, in a bigger way, 
I think it would be bad for the country for him to be removed from the ballot on what would be seen by a lot of people as a legal technicality. I think the much better way to go about it is to beat him. I don't think he has any business being president of the United States again. And I think we have to defeat him at the ballot box because you see the way he was when he was defeated at the ballot box. He wouldn't accept it. Can you imagine if a judge or a group of judges kicked him off the ballot? Um, it would it would cause such tumult in this country that I would much rather have him defeated in an election. That is Chris Christie, sort of backhanded uh, praise of Trump, if you will, but slamming the Colorado Supreme Court decision. You know it's bad when he does. By the way, also, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I had called, I know a number of you were just talking about how Vivek has come to President Trump's aid, and he certainly has been outspoken on this one too. And I think his response is a great response. This is from Vivek Ramaswamy, of course, running against the president, uh, but also a big supporter of President Trump. This is his statement. It just came out a few minutes ago. It says, this is what an actual attack on democracy looks like in an un-American, unconstitutional, and unprecedented decision. A cabal of Democrat judges are barring Trump from the ballot in Colorado, having tried every trick in the book to eliminate President Trump from running in this election. The bipartisan bipartisan establishment is now deploying a new tactic to bar him from ever holding office again, the 14th Amendment. And he is also further saying that he pledges to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary, unless President Trump is allowed to be on the state's ballot. Bravo to him. And he says, and I demand that Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Nikki Haley do the same immediately, or else they are tacitly endorsing this illegal maneuver, which will have disastrous consequences for our country. Um, And he further says, our country is becoming unrecognizable to our founding fathers. Uh, saying it's a sad day for justice. Uh, Bravo to Vivek, and it'll be interesting to see, will the other candidates withdraw and take them up on that challenge and say, okay, we'll be off the ballots too because this is so overreach and so unconstitutional. Your thoughts, everybody, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Norm. Uh, Norm, this is a stunning moment in American history, and to me, uh, the height of of election interference. They've just taken it to a whole other level. Well, first of all, bravo to Vivek and uh, hopefully Nikki Haley. I agree. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Nick, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie will do the same thing. Listen, I, I'm fairly confident that the U.S. Supreme Court will take this unjust decision and, God willing, overturn it. Uh, moreover, tonight, I am depressed and ashamed to call myself an American that we're even having this conversation. And um, I, I, it's just unbelievable. Un, un, unbelievable. I mean, uh, and, and, and do these Democrats that's in, in the Colorado court, do they even care what the effect of this is going to be in America? Do they even care that, I mean, we're, that they're, they're going to at least alienate, oh, 50, 60 percent of the electorate, I mean, it's just, have, have they not learned from history? Did they not read about, say, things like, ooh, the American Civil War, <laughs> things like that? I, I, I just, I, I just, it's just unbelievable. It is. And I, and I would feel the same way about, about if this was uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I would feel the same way about this about any Democrat. I just, it's just, 
it's just uh, unbelievable. That's, yeah. that's all I have to say. You know, one, Norm, you know, Norm, there is, I agree with you. I hear it in your voice. Uh, there is something so unseemly about this moment. And if, if a Democrat uh, had, uh, you know, had a, uh, uh, a value of ethics, you know, or anybody at this moment. I mean, look, for God's sakes, uh, Chris Christie can't stand Trump. He's been very blatant about it. And yet he came out and said this is not appropriate. Um, and I would hope it would be really uh, the appropriate move. Let's put it this way. And they won't do it. But a Biden or some of these Democratic leaders in the Senate and elsewhere to step forward and say, enough. This is so, you are, you are destroying our country. You're destroying the rule of law. You have crossed every boundary and this decision exemplifies it. Like this is shameful. Um, and, and I agree with you. Um, it, it's, it's to me, it is, it, it's an astounding moment of judicial overreach that is irreparable because once you've sort of crossed that line, look already. I mean, like, I, it's like, okay, well, the first time didn't work on uh, the Russian collusion. Now let's try the Ukraine thing against uh, Trump. Now let's try this other one. Now let's try this case. Uh, even though nobody else in New York has ever, they've ever gone after them on the, the business thing, but let's do that there. Uh, let's try this one here. Let's try that. It's, it's like throwing darts. And this has really taken it to a whole other level. And, and it's, they have like so minimized the judicial system and the political system and the values and norms that make our country special, that make our country great and make it different than a third world nation. Uh, you know, that one of these uh, third world countries where you say, God, out of these people ever function, uh, cause it's so blatant, the corruption in these countries. And now I'm starting to see it so much on the other side with the Democratic Party, uh, the way that they are treating Donald Trump uh, just because they don't like him. He's a threat. And, and this is this is so uh, unseemly. And I never thought America would be at this point where we've seen it on such. I've never seen to such a degree. This is this is a, a sad moment, a really sad moment. And the right people on all sides should step up and say enough. We have to preserve the presidency. We have to preserve uh, people have a right to vote for who they want. We can't decide to kick them off. The courts can't, in this case, uh, create something because they're politicized. I mean, this is just, it, it is it is uh, almost like, how do you turn back after this moment? And then they go, oh, well, uh, Trump said if he gets elected, there's going to be retribution. Oh, what, he's going to forget everything happened? You know, and, and let's move on. Look, hopefully, hopefully he can restore some dignity if he gets elected. But if this is the way these people uh, do things to go after anybody that they don't agree with, uh, we're in a sad country. We're not living in uh, the same country that you and I grew up in, Norm. Uh, final thoughts, Norm. Final thoughts. You know, it's um, midnight in America. That's yeah, all I can say. Yeah, and it's a it's a dark midnight uh, based on what I, we have just seen in the last few hours from this court in Colorado. I hope the U.S. Supreme Court steps in and rectifies it asap. Norm, thank you. Let's go to Stan, line one. Uh, Stan, your thoughts tonight? <laughs> Unbelievable! I'm proud to be an American. I don't know about that idiot. But uh, I, I'm I, I think, by the American. way, by the way, I think we're all proud to be American. But these well, are not American. This is not the way American justice works. Stan. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Do you Stan. know about American justice? Uh, I think so, know Stan. About American justice. Uh, Stan, let's talk. Wait a minute, Stan. You said let's. You just said something. American justice. That first of all, 
He hasn't been tried. Here's I'm going to surprise you, lady. He hasn't been tried yet. I'll tell you, there are two people that are happy about this, myself and what's her name, who lost her seat in Colorado. But Well, by the way, you shouldn't be happy tonight. That's a sad statement. I'm happy because this guy has to be stopped. Oh, Stan, you know what, Stan? It's people like you that go in with this premise. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's people like you that go in with this premise that because you don't like Donald Trump, that you think that you can cross every single boundary to get rid of him. That's a dangerous place to be, Stan. And Stan... Anybody of good conscience should stand up tonight. Chris Christie had the dignity, and he surely hates Trump, I think, as much as you do, Stan. And he came out and said, this is inappropriate. This is such a breach of the system. That's a summation of what he just said. You heard it. So let's see. Do you have the guts to say the same thing, Stan? You seem like you, you've, you've, you've said a number of things before where, you know, you don't agree with X, but you, you believe that the rule of law. Come on, have the decency to do the wait same thing tonight. You don't let me talk. I said there was something else I wanted to say. All right. Oh, let's hear it, Stan. Well, please let me say it. As much as this opinion came down, he has not been convicted of anything. I know that. He needs to be convicted of uh, insurrection or whatever it is. He's not charged with insurrection. Or Atlanta or Georgia. If he is convicted, then it will be appealed to the Supreme And then the court will say he cannot run. Anyway, Jack Smith is already going to ask this question. Can he be tried? So this case really is going to be appealed. I knew that. I knew that. And the court will probably say, hey, come on, fellas. You know, he hasn't been convicted of anything, so he has to continue on. Then the trials and the cases will go on. If he's then convicted, then it will be appealed again to the Supreme Court. Stan, you're not even hearing. Stan, you're not. Oh, give me a break. Stan, two things. First off, you haven't even heard he hasn't been charged with insurrection. And that's what the 14th Amendment is. It's for Confederates. You know, I, I think we're a little bit past that time. Okay, that's one. And two, you just can't stand them. So thank God you're not on the Colorado Supreme Court or the U.S. Supreme Court, which I agree with you. The U.S. Supreme Court will ultimately hear this case, and hopefully they laugh this out of the courtroom and hope Sonia Sotomayor and some of those others who were picked there because they still like to look at the Constitution and the separation of powers and all these things. Uh, hopefully they will throw this out and say this is ridiculous. And then hopefully people like you will be able to treat all Americans fairly, not just because you like someone. The Constitution is supposed to protect everybody, Stan, not just people that you like. That's, that's a sad day in America if that's the values you share. I will give you the final word, despite my best interest, but go ahead. What do you mean your best interest? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out for a drink. That's our best interest, you that's, and me. That's we'll a deal, Stan. Stan, Stan I'll right. need like 20 if I'm dealing with you, but well, I'll take I'll it. Need a, I'll need a shot of a big bottle of whiskey <laughs> with you. Anyway, Polish whiskey will do me in, yeah. That's a deal. That's uh, a deal. Well, Good anyway, Polish whiskey. Look, uh, in the end, it will be the cases that will determine. And then the Supreme Court must say if this man can run for the presidency. If they say he cannot, that's the end of it. Because if they allow him to run, and if he runs, and if he wins, of, uh, then we believe in a king. We believe that a president is above the law. No, we and don't. No, we don't. Will go down, and it will deserve to go down if we allow somebody like this to go on. If the court stand, says, stand, stand, stand. 
you okay let's let's just say this i don't know if america can handle three more years of an open border uh you, are you happy with the way the country has looked in three years uh are you happy with ukraine on fire are you happy with israel with the terrorists are you happy with the hootsies shooting u.s warships left and right and our president doing nothing but coddling to iran are you happy with an open border well, welcome to that country because you're going to get more of it. And bravo to you if you think that that's a good thing. That's a sad state of affairs. Stan, I will still take you up on the Polish vodka despite my wishes. But go ahead. Anyway, have a good night. Stan, boy, you need a few extra drinks yourself after that one. 1 800 848 9222. Wow. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. Well, save me if I have to go for a drink with Stan at some point. Uh, It's people like him who you heard at the end of the conversation. Well, Trump has to be stopped somehow, uh, as if a move like this is a justified move by the Colorado Supreme Court. He even agrees that it'll probably get slapped down by the highest court. But he thinks, boy, we just got to stop him some way. It doesn't really matter. We'll just find some way. Uh, And boy, that is the mindset, I think, of the Colorado Supreme Court, which, boy, the to me, is dooming our country with that kind of attitude. Just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you can throw false charges and also have a Supreme Court try to kick them off the ballot. That is un-American. Un-American. Shame on you, Stan. Un-American. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. This is an amazing moment, Marianne. Uh, I believe that this is this was planned. First of all, I don't know if you remember the interview. Marianne, I think you're on speaker. Can you get on the phone? You're on speaker, I think. Take it off. Take it off right away. All right. Can you hear me now? Yep, I do. Much better. Nobody on speaker, please. Okay. Um, I believe that Nikki Howley now, she knows that the end is her and Donald Trump for the primary. So she accused him practically of being uh, the, uh, he could have prevented the uh, January 6th rally. And those people that went to jail was because he did not stop it. Basically, that's what she said. Now, before she did not attack Donald Trump because she didn't know that she was going to go so close to the primaries. Now it's only the two of them. So when she said that she was just after the vote, she has to now knock Donald Trump by getting him out of the run. Ah, but, so you so you think she will not uh, do anything uh, to help him? Um, although she doesn't want to also offend his many, many, many voters. And I think even though she knows she's far behind. If you came across a child struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you recognize a 13-year-old boy who gets into fights at school? Not because he's a boy, but because he's hungry. Or a two-year-old girl who cries all night? Not because she's sick, but because she went to bed without enough to eat. Or maybe a nine-year-old boy who hopes a friend invites him to a sleepover? Not for fun, just so he can have dinner. Or a 15-year-old girl who goes for walks over lunch, so her friends won't know she doesn't have anything to eat? 
I am the one in seven American children who struggle with hunger. Kids you pass by every day, but never knew were hungry. I am child hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong.